Welcome back to First Time Films. I'm your host, Luke McLaughlin, and I'm with Kyle Rannikin. Hello, good to be here. Kyle's first time on the podcast ever. It took 42 episodes when we got him on, <laughs> one way or another. Well, I think, um, to be fair, my past movie reviews have been the extent <laughs> of it's good or <laughs> it was bad, so this is going to be me talking nonsense. So it's going to be 20 minutes of that. <laughs> so uh, David's not here with us, um, I think that's a major factor for Kelvin on. <laughs> um, and we've got, we would have Nikki, but um, Nikki has been called away from just work in general, which is, we've all been there. So we're going to talk about first time, we're not talking about first time films, we're talking about Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit is a film that came out in October in America and it only just came out, I think, at the end of last month in December here. Uh, it's a comedy drama. It's based on a young boy in Hitler youth during the tail end of World War Two, and what he gets up to. And whilst having actual Adolf Hitler's imaginary friend, played by Taika Waititi himself, who directs the film as well, you've got Sam Rockwell, Scarlett Johansson, Stephen Merchant, and Roman Griff- Griffin Davis as Jojo himself and Rebel Wilson as well. Obviously, can't forget him. Uh, it's originally based on a book by Cajun Skies by Christine Lunens. Also, speaking of, there's a lot of German names in this film, and I'm going to absolutely butcher every single one of them. But we'll just kind of, I'm going to just give them nicknames. Well, nicknames, I'm just going to shorten them down so I'll, of all our German listeners <laughs> don't get offended. Uh, but on a budget of 14 million, which is quite low considering, uh, and it was made, I think it was. Fox Searchlight as well, which is like the more indie kind of studio for 20th Century Fox. Um, it made 50, oh, it's currently made 54.5 million. So basically, Kyle, if you don't know, so see when a budget for a film set, you always double it for the marketing. So when it's made 14 million, you double it, then that's like how much it was actually. Like how much it was made to film I did not know that so instead of 40 million this is going to be a lot of me not knowing movies <laughs> absolutely <laughs> carry away so when it says budget of 14 million you're kind of taking in 28 million no okay so it's still made 54.5 million so it's still made bank and it's still out just now anyway so since it's a very interesting film I'd say and I was quite surprised going in to see it but I was half expecting a lot of stuff but Kyle on the other hand who's just said he's not very filmy guy went and see it and I kind of want to see what he thought of it um, yeah, I mean, when I went first into it, um, I was actually never ever that bothered about seeing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just went to see it one night because there was nothing else to do, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had never had any expectations of it. I never looked into what it was about. I had no idea really anything other than, I think it was described to me in the most Scottish way possible <laughs> as some wee guy <laughs> talks to Hitler. <laughs> and that was like my whole... Like, that was it. That was the full how the movie got explained to me before I was into it so I was like right well this is going to just be terrible <laughs> and then I walked out of it and I thought it was unbelievable what did you think genuinely obviously with that very brief description of a wee guy talking to Hitler um, what did you think I actually think of walking in so you mentioned the trailer to me earlier on so you obviously watched the trailer before going in yeah the trailer um, I watched that in the car on the way there <laughs> um, <laughs> so I th- it was really really upbeat the trailer yeah um, and obviously the <laughs> I mean, if it's a movie about World War Two and Nazi regime, etc., it's always going to there's always you know there's going to be sad parts, I know, in I it, think, and you know there's going to yeah. be like horrifying parts in it and stuff like that. But the trailer sets in a way where even the even like in the trailer, the sad parts in the trailer, um, are still really upbeat, like the music over it. So the, and the, the colourful, like the whole the thing the whole is very colourful, colourful. It's and not really dark. Like I think, obviously, playing with the film. 
but the soundtrack of the film is Heroes by David Bowie, and that plays over mm, the trailer yeah. as well. So, as you said, you're saying. Thank God you saved me, though, because I was trying to say that. <laughs> and I, I couldn't you. remember the name of the song. And I was like, oh, yeah, please. Upbeat music. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, I think. It, no, obviously, Taika Waititi knows what he's doing with it, and, like, it is. <laughs> Bel- Nazi occupied Berlin and mm. during World War Two, the tail end of World War Two. So, it knows what it's doing, and then by making an upbeat film about it in a trailer then it's going to catch attention mm-hmm. but I walked into not knowing I knew who Taika Waititi was due to like Thor Ragnarok and what we do in the shadows See, I didn't just, even know who he was he's unbelievably classy what, he's, what he does now and I think it's just now he's getting like main like yeah we mainstream. were talking about it in the way here I've actually seen a lot of his movies that I really like I had no know. idea yeah. Him. So he's like the flight of the Concords, but the third Concord. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> so <laughs> Concords are now discontinued. <laughs> so, uh, I think I walked in not knowing much of the plot and purpose, and I walked out like really pleasantly surprised. But I've seen a lot of people like saying this film was like overhyped. See, saying that when I actually I'm saying I walked out, and I said it was unbelievable. That's probably a barefaced so lie. I walked out, mm-hmm. and I actually wasn't. I had, like, normally when I walk at films, like, I either really, really like it or I really didn't like it, and there's no, like, oh, obviously it was alright, but there's, like, most films you think, oh, it's really good, it's really bad. Aye. This one, I thought it was, like, I, j- I came out and I was just like, oh, it's alright. Like, and then the more and more and more I thought about it, yeah. and I sat, and I don't think I've ever had this with a movie before, mm-hmm. where I've actually thought back about it, and I thought, no, it's actually a lot better than I first realised it was. I think it's a lot it's smarter than it actually gets credit for, I think, and I think yeah, it hides definitely. behind the comedy of Taika Waititi, but, mm-hmm. like, you mentioned as well, so we'll, we'll go into it more detail, but I just want to talk about in general, like, so the characters, like, you've got Jojo Rabbit himself, mm-hmm. you've got Elsa, who's the Jewish girl that they're hiding, you've got Rosie, who's Scarlett Johansson, so Jojo's mum, Hitler himself, played by Taika Waititi, Captain Clem, Sam Rockwell, Yorkie is the wee <laughs> fat, specky yeah. boy, who's Jojo's best pal, you've got Stephen Merton, who plays, I don't know what the actual title is of him, his name's Dirtz, and um, he's kind of like a well, he's he's the inspector. I think he's the the leader of that Gestapo. Yeah, and obviously Gestapo is like an investigation unit. And so Stephen Merchant has a minor role in it, but he plays it really well. And uh, yeah. to comedic effect and dramatic effect, uh, you've got the Hitler, Hitler Youth Instructor herself, which is Rebel Wilson, who's teaching the Waynes how to fight against the Allies. And it's and I don't. She's the only person Funny. in this film. I think can't do a German accent consistently <laughs> so our Australian accent just kind of falls through it's just like, but really funny isn't it so you've got that so those are like the main characters in the film and mm. I for one think the best one in it was Jojo's wee pal Yorkie I think he's the funniest thing I've seen all I, year and it's yeah. only January <laughs> I think uh, I think he's going to be like the the standout character and the one that everyone's so, going to love just for who he is and he's, the fact that like he's quite a rarity in the whole movie because he only pops up mm. every so often but every time he pops up it's something hilarious it's or so it's a one liner or like when they're um, <laughs> are we talking about the end of the movie yet? Aye, so we're just going to say this now so basically the film's been out long enough I think it's okay to do spoilers because I mean, if you listen to this one, if you listen to Kyle and Luke want to do a non-spoiler about Jojo <laughs> Rabbit, then you must be the biggest fan. <laughs> but uh, no, I so think it was spoilers. Aye. The when I was talking about like picking out a scene where I'm saying he only has maybe 
not that long the actual movie screen time mm. but what he does and when he's on it is so effective because he's so funny like as in when at the end of the movie when it's all going tits up for them they're starting to get invaded and uh, what's the what's the wee boy's name Jojo shouts across the street Yogi while he's carrying the when he's carrying the rocket launcher he turns around and drops it to say hi and blows up the building so <laughs> like, stuff like class, that man. I think uh, I just I think he was obviously a comedic relief but taking him and Jojo into consideration there's many a moment in the film when they have a conversation between the two of them and it's just such a wee kid conversation like they're talking about mm. being Nazis they're talking about being soldiers in war and wanting to fight but like they're not obviously because they're I think Jojo's 10 in it so say Yorkie's 10 as well they're in the same wavelength of they, they, they don't know like they just want to fight and they think it's funny mm-hmm. to play dress up like that's the line yep. the film is just funny to play dress up be part of a gang and all that yeah. but I mean, as we both know, like, World War II is grim for Andy was involved. So, like, seeing it from a boy in Berlin who just wanted to be part of a wee group, and you said this to me when I first seen it, you're like, it's good to, it was a good film to see basically World War II and everything that's happening through the eyes of a 10 year old. And it just, that's why it's like so colourful and so upbeat all the time, but when it is the sad moments, it is all the way down. But, yeah, well, I've watched a, I've watched an interview with, um, William Butcher's last name, what's his name? Taika? Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. <laughs> and he was basically saying about how Germany at the time, he described it as like Germany as a, well, Berlin at the time was colourful and it was mm-hmm. bright and everything. And it was like a, it was like a mask where oh, it looked great, but in the background everything was just falling apart. Aye. And I think that's how what he was saying is basically that's what the whole movie is about, even though everything looks so Fine, amazing yeah. through a child's eyes, actually it's going horrendously wrong. And I don't think I've ever seen a movie. It, like tells a story through a child's eyes so well. Aye. Well, still. Like the whole, um, I think the the best shown the best like um, I don't know what the word is. The best. <laughs> like uh, the best. Best. I don't know. Zero out of ten debut. Can't even pull the word example. Example. It's not a difficult word. Example. That's the word he's looking for here, people. Example. Example. There we go. All yeah, that. I was coming. Um, let's see when. Spoiler. <laughs> Obviously, Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm, yeah. Dies. About um, how that whole like, there's no build up. There's a slight. No. There's a slight hint. Hint to it when. Um, obviously, the Gestapo raid the yep. house and he's asked about his mum where she's been. He says, "Oh, she's been out a bit." And obviously he knows there's something slightly off, off about that because I think he, sli- he starts to realise that she's part of the resistance. Yep, yep. Um, but that part when he just sees her hanging in the middle of the street, and there's no, there's no, no build up to yeah, it. There's no nothing. It's just, and it's exactly how a child would experience it because he wouldn't have known anything. Prior. No, and a ten year old doesn't get told. Like, he doesn't understand. He's just been told up until this point, he's ten year old, that Hitler has is in charge of Germany and. Jews are the enemy, no matter what, and mm. obviously from like a Jews eye, like from German's eyes at that point, uh, Jews are like demonic creatures. So I kind of want to talk more about as in like each character has definitely they're all memorable, which is hard to do in a film. Like you can't like you remember each like lines from each character and like what they were about. So like Jojo himself was good. Elsa the Jewish girl was good. Rosie Scarlett Johansson. I think Scarlett Johansson's. I usually slate her for Marvel films because she's so so dull as like a oh, superhero. Really? And this I think she is amazing, and I think really, it's really, really clever how they were showing how she's just she just wants to want to finish and like live life again and like talks about dancing and you always see her shoes so I think it was really clever 
then when Jojo sees, you don't see uh, his mum like the top half of her, mm-hmm. obviously because she's hanging in the middle of the street. Yeah. So when he sees the shoes, he automatically recognises like that's my mum. Like he doesn't even like he looks up, but it, he knows for then he's scared to look up because he's going to see it. But I think she was really really good. The best really thing really I knew about this film before going in was I watched an interview with Taika Waititi and he said that he was asked about the preparation he did to play Adolf Hitler and he's like why would I want to research about the most horrible man in history I'm just going to like do what I know of Hitler already and you can tell and you said this to me as well he's clearly watched YouTube videos of like Hitler screaming and he was like I'm just going to do that (laughs) Um, and I think uh, he'd done an absolute amazing job but like Captain Clen Sam Rockwell was sensational I think we'll go into that later on as well with his arc I was going to mention him next to four but uh, you loved Rebel Wilson the most I thought Rebel Wilson was (laughs) unbelievable (laughs) right bar the German accent like you were saying if it was based off that alone she would I think you liked her more because of that but (laughs) I I just thought she was like so good in it like at the start of it even when they're getting all introduced to like Captain Klein um, when they're just turned up to the camp and they're sitting on the stage and she's standing there just like (laughs) like the most out of character person you've ever seen like Rebel Wilson dressed up like a Nazi (laughs) in the middle of the field in front of a bunch of Wayne's that she's going to try and teach to kill (laughs) anybody other than Germans (laughs) I just thought it was like her as that character I thought was really 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 good because I would have never like put Rebel Wilson in a war movie (laughs) oh bye speaking of um, we're in my Peugeot 208 currently in a cinema car park and right next to an airport which is a really good idea <laughs> so you'll probably hear a couple of 747s just <laughs> no crashing dude but just flying over it <laughs> so the theme of this podcast because I've mentioned Concord so there's just this plane theme <laughs> throughout the whole thing next week it's going to be first time airports <laughs> <laughs> don't tell Truff that he'll do another one <laughs> um, I think the moment that I think when seeing going back to Scarlett Johansson's character I think it did shock me because I was expecting something like anything happening like either between the Jewish girl or like the mum getting caught but as you said yourself I think I don't think I'd have this out for myself unless you told me but it's through a kid's eyes so through all the drama and like when she would have got caught and tied up and all that you wouldn't have seen that because the kid wouldn't have been a part of it at all and you're seeing it through Jojo's eyes Um I just think it's I think he's just done so well but we want to talk about I can't want to focus on the actual Jew girl herself is Elsa mm-hmm. so I didn't know that, that that was the plot of the film before going in, so it was good. Like I hate I hate going into films known like sometimes a trailer I'll show like obviously you, some like Sonic the Hedgehog, right? Chuff gets really angry at films like Sonic the Hedgehog because they reveal the whole plot within two minutes of a trailer. Right, okay. So like if you watch a trailer, you're like I, I know this film. So Jojo Rabbit wasn't like that, so I didn't know anything about Elsa and or you know, the Jewish girl when it came in. Just about and supposedly that Elsa girl done months and months and months of preparation and reading and reading and reading first, and when she met. Uh, Taika Waititi Waititi he said scrap all that watch Mean Girls what because see the attitude of like an like, bitcher older oh, girl yeah, yeah. supposedly he said no whether it's nonsense but um, there was two films Heathers was one film uh-huh. that I'd never heard in my life and then Mean Girls was another film that she was watched to prepare for this you think you said that kind of makes sense yeah, to you does make the sense, way she's yeah. like a bit, yeah. she comes out for the first time mm-hmm. and then She's like so dominant over him. And like, such a, like, what, a bitch, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that makes sense. But I think I liked it a lot. But I was kind of like, not way you watch a film and it's kind of frustrating. So like, Jojo's went and found out who she is. And then he's like, 
he knows she's a Jew because <laughs> she's hiding. So like, and then start, that starts a whole. But what like, does he if do? she tells his mum, then jo- Jojo's gonna get like. There's a whole lot of complication. Uh, but I just feel like it's such a pure thing, like Jojo's mum hiding a Jew. And like just knowing that this wee girl would have been out on her own and she would have been taken to a camp. Yeah. They they briefly talk they, like there's one line from Elsa that says like her parents were last time she seen them were taken away on a train and it's the train that you don't come back from. Mm. So obviously they're talking about Auschwitz or whatever, any concentration camp or what camp would it be. And it, it is grim, but see when she says it, we know as an audience what it is. But Jojo just thinks they've just went on a train. Like from his eyes he's like Mum and dad just left or get taken away by Germans. He doesn't know that they're getting executed or like starved or yeah. you know. What I, I mean? think throughout the film there's this like underlying like pure, well purity yeah. for Jojo especially because like everyone's realizing that he's only ten years old because mm-hmm. when he's for talking sake when she talks about her boyfriend yeah and then he starts to write letters for her yeah and she knows that he's actually dead <laughs> yeah it's. I mean, but she doesn't. She just plays along with it and let him go to it. You've got the whole thing where once the when the Gestapo turn up and she pretends to be Jojo's sister. Yeah. Again, obviously Captain Klein. I'm not going to try and pronounce his full name. Klein has, <laughs> has a linking to Jojo, which is clear for the, the full f- film because when he reads her ID, she yep. gets the date of birth wrong. Uh-huh. So they let away with it. Mm-hmm. He gets let away with it. His mum. It's always when he's like saying, "Oh yeah, what Ben Arce, what Ben Arce, what Ben Arce." She's like, "Yes, yeah, 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 yeah." yeah, yeah. Just, like, everybody's just got like this whole. Like, he's like, and he's in a bubble. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's just letting Jojo do what he wants, I, like, and no one's really taking him not not seriously. But everyone just realizes like he's literally just a ten year old boy. He doesn't have a clue. He's it is, and I think it's like it, it's really sad when like Jojo's mum and Elsa have that conversation, and they're like, "You don't understand, like." Jojo won't understand why I'm mm. doing this mm-hmm. so you just need to be hiding like even his mum's like he's so fucking like he's just so in his own head about it yeah. and the fact that his dad's away and stuff like that so I thought she was amazing by the way yeah. Elsa oh I thought she was great I think she played it really well considering their age and stuff so what you talk about like obviously the shocks as well so not the shocks but like Jojo from the beginning he wants to understand <laughs> I find this one actually heavy funny but Jojo wants to understand how a Jew works so he starts writing a book for Hitler <laughs> how, yeah. he, how he like identify a Jew and what do they do so like once Elsa clocks this she's like oh we hang upside down from like to sleep and stuff like that like just yeah. describing a bat and like what we eat and, they, when, and it's mad that that's the actual propaganda that he used to put out on like what Jews are like and how they were greedy and like money orientated and would just eat children and stuff what like was that. it they said about how to tell if a, a Jew's a Jew and like they smell of is it I don't want to ruin it I think it's like eggs or something like that <laughs> right. but they're saying like stuff obviously it might be a di- bit different from that but they've got like so much propaganda but the thing is ab- and they were like actually full scale believe that like it's such a wild like obviously this is completely different from the film but like in real life the fact that Germany oh Nazis in general done that to like Jews were like this Jew want, Jews want your family dead and all that and they're like demonic creatures created by Satan and then there's Stephen Merchant's in the house Dietzer what's his name Dietz and he's looking through the book and he's like laughing about it because obviously he knows it's not real but there's the propaganda and he's like oh there's the Jew getting created by Satan and it's like this wee picture of wee fat Satan guy <laughs> and I was and like he's howling at it like, he pure lights it he's like ah oh, yeah well even when he remember when he walked into the um, 
Jojo's room for the first time. And he's like, oh, I wish more German boys were like this. This is, this is a good representation of how everyone should be. Because <laughs> they're so in their head. It's a wild thought. So, another thing I didn't know until, like, halfway through the film was... Well, I might have missed it, but, like, it was the tail end of the wall. It was, like, literally the end. This was all happening. Mm-hmm. So, at that point, they knew that they were basically losing. And I think it was just before, like, America were really kicking in. Mm-hmm. So, when... Like at the near end of the film, when Jojo sees Yorkie again, and they talk about the Führer, and Yorkie says, like, he's dead or he's ran away or something, like, nobody's seen him, heard him. And Jojo's like, like, even though he's now kind of accepting, he, he knows that he likes the Jew girl, mm-hmm. he's like properly in love with her, but yeah. he's like, he's still, his describing. but he's still like Hitler on his head, because obviously that's his pal, his imaginary friend. Um, well, I think it must be short. This is probably weird, but I think it must be shot like two weeks before it. It's got because it starts and obviously when I, I, I don't know what relation. Do you know that's what I never ever picked up the relation between um, Jojo's mum and Captain Clegg. Because see when obviously the start of the movie, yeah, um, which I think is probably a massive, massive bit that we missed about him was when mm. the training camp. First of all, the very first oh, yeah, scene yeah, of the yeah. training camp scene where he's like, right, no, we're gonna do this, and he runs up, gets a grenade, <laughs> he's getting made a fun of, um, yeah. and then so obviously he gets taken away from it because he can't, he's injured. I'd, see when he walks into the, uh, it's where he's stationed it's and he's the making all the plans, and he walk, she walks in. And she's just telling everyone what to do. Like, she kicks him in the balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, and then walks over and says, you're going to do this, you're going to keep him I think that's I like... Un- I think it's because um, Jojo could have died from grabbing a grade and nobody stopped him. And that's how he's now stationed in the office, because he get demoted. So when no, but jo- surely, but like, Jojo's um, mum's like, you're not going to do exactly what I say, or you're going to get like fucked again, essentially. And they're all like, okay. Because, I mean, I think they were... In terms of helping the war, they they knew that they were not helping yeah. at that point. So they're like, maybe it's like yeah, if it was like an earlier point, a woman walking into a, ja- a, a Nazi general mm. and kicking him on the boss and telling him what to do, <laughs> probably might have no harm. Aye, but like he clearly was like a guy who's been in the front line, and then he lost an eye, so then he got demoted to like training the Hitler Youth. But the Hitler Youth is looks like it's from like six to twelve year olds, <laughs> so he's like. Just do what he's want, and he starts. He starts like shooting under his leg and shit. He's clearly mentally inept. No there. So, so when he gets obviously demoted again, he's probably like self esteem's at an all time low, and he wants to make this costume to like fight the allies, which is a that's a nice thing when you see. I mean, a nice thing killing folk, but um, uh, but you see when Sam Rockwell's character Captain Clint has got the costume on, and he's shooting everybody, and then at the end, I think it's a good moment when like. He realises nothing else matters. Like, the world doesn't really matter. So, letting Jojo away and defending him is more important than his own life. And even though they've got a bigger connection, he still feels probably guilty that he injured him in general. So, the ending itself, the ending happens when Jojo is coming back and the US have invaded Berlin and he sees Yorkie getting handed a machine gun, or a pistol, sorry, and he runs out and he, uh, Jojo automatically thinks that probably Yorkie's dead. And then Rebel Wilson comes out with her like, fucking war machine. <laughs> Tells him to put on this jacket so you know not to get shot. <laughs> like stuff like that. That's what I'm talking about when she's just pure hilarious. I think she was classic. Do you see it? I think she was better. But so the ending happens and basically since Jojo gets a jacket on, like obviously the US are seen him as a wee German boy, but he's still a boy so he's running through like 
like the war, like the whole battle, and like he's a boy, so nobody's gonna shoot him. So eventually goes on. Captain Clen is taken aside to get executed. Yeah, I think that war scene is when it starts to get like so over the top. See uh-huh. that full scene where like the actual battles are meant to be going on, and you've got Captain Clen and his assistant hmm. dressed up in the actual costumes they were talking <laughs> about, with like sirens and everything. You've got Rebel Wilson running about telling me boys to go shoot. The <laughs> you've got like Giro, um you've got all the Giro camps that were like they were just supposed to be taught how to like, stitch and. They're getting run about with guns, like the whole thing's in slow motion. It's he so just has no idea what's going on. Like it's the most like how probably he a, a child would have seen it and uh, no, definitely like, just, just like, what the fuck what? is happening. <laughs> this is exactly how I imagined it, but it's absolutely wild. Uh-huh. So it gets to that point and then they all start getting taken aside by the uh, allies and uh, Sam Rowell's character and Jojo have a moment and basically take the jacket off to make sure he's not identified as German and he can go away so he starts shooting Drew therefore when he gets executed it's a very sad moment so he then sees Yorkie and Yorkie's alive thank fuck I was hoping that as well (laughs) and uh, Yorkie's like oh well we lost and Yorkie doesn't seem that bothered by it he's just like I don't even think Yorkie's bothered about the full thing to be (laughs) honest so he then realises that the allies are fun and he panics so he runs to his house because the only person he cares about that's alive is Elsa so when he goes to the house and I think it was you who mentioned this to me that he's standing outside the house and he's like he doesn't know what he's going to see on the other side he's not too sure if Elsa's alive or not because yeah. Elsa's been hanged in this full time while Berlin's getting invaded so she doesn't know whether they've won or not so he's standing outside his house because he's scared either if she's alive mm-hmm. and then he needs to tell her that she can leave or if she's dead then he needs to deal with it another person who loves is dead and obviously before that point as well he gets told just before that that Hitler's killed himself I get so Hitler happens and then after. you've got hmm. the final talk between him and Hitler, him and Hitler downstairs before he goes up so, to go talk to her and he's got the, like the bullet wound in his head I think that was classy when Hitler came in the room and he was like I love it see everything he's a little man <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it, it's just so funny I loved Hitler in it so much but well, like, just the fact that like the whole thing uh, he's shouting screaming balling at him he's like no no you need to keep going going and then he just the, the ending of the whole <laughs> thing of him being best pals Hitler as he kicks him out the window <laughs> <laughs> so he says fuck off Hitler and he just blows him out the wall uh-huh. but I think it just shows like he knows he's dead now and his imaginary friend Hitler still trying to tell him to kill the Jew <laughs> he's like yes like, I think that's the point when he's like... That's a realisation. He's proper grown up and he's like, I don't want to do this. I just, I just want to see if she's alright. So he goes and sees Elsa. And it's really sad. He tells her that that Germany won. That's really, really sad, that part. Because he thinks mm-hmm. that obviously she's just going to leave. She's going to leave and just leave him. He'll have no one. And he, he has that moment. And she believes him. Because she would. Oh, well, obviously she's not, she had to believe him the full time. She kind of knows So him. when... He's yeah. saying I've got a plan to get you out of here, and it's really, really cute. And it's like, oh, he's gonna actually. He knows he's got those last thirty seconds, well, and he just wants to hold it. I don't know how quick she is at getting ready. Sex. <laughs> 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 so she goes outside, and the first thing she sees is uh, the US truck going by, and then she clocks like, I can't like keep lying to me. And obviously she's I think angry. She slaps him, doesn't she? She cracks she him. Slaps. Him. She cracks him. <laughs> <laughs> she cracks him. Right, and what I want you to do is then punch the ten-year-old boy, straight in the face, knock him out clean. Nice stunt doubles. I want you to kill him. <laughs> um, 
I think it's like it's really sad. He gets slapped and he just kind of sits there. And then they don't the very final scene, I hate. <laughs> they don't know what to do. And she mentioned earlier on that her and her boyfriend, who we mentioned, is dead. Uh, we're going to run away to Paris. So I think it's alluded to that they'll, she'll take me to Paris. He's in love with her. She's like 17 or something. Like a seven-year gap. Kerry, who I went to see him with, was like, I thought he was going to... She was going to give him a kiss or something. I was like... Bit nonsy. Yeah, I mean, the boyfriend's dead. <laughs> now she's going to just turn on 10-year-olds. <laughs> I think Milk is obviously... He admits his love for her. And I think they have that wee jokey bit before they go outside. She's like, absolutely not. And she's like, yeah, it's a... It's a wee bill, and she's like, yeah, it's a wee bill. He's like, ah, right, okay, right, right. <laughs> well, we'll just keep going. And then, obviously, the, the very last part... The, the very last part is Heroes by David Bowie, but the German version. <laughs> Aye, but then also, the actual last part, when they're outside just after he slaps him, and what, I think he's talking to his mum, or she's talking to Jojo's mum, and they're saying, what are you going to do after the war? And she's like, they're talking about dancing. Oh, yeah. And then they just start dancing, and ah. Uh, Hated it. Like, I know. I'd absolutely. You said hated to me it. it was the most film ending you could get. Seen. You could, uh, um, I get it. Like the whole movie is quite like childish. The whole, the whole movie's a film. <laughs> the movie is a film. But like, I get the whole thing's pure childish. But if you had just got outside, <laughs> found out that your whole family's dead, the boyfriend's <laughs> dead, because all these not, and then suddenly you've won the war. You're standing with a ten-year-old Jew. <laughs> you need to look after them. You're standing with a ten-year-old boy. Who's really just fucked your boot for the past two weeks? <laughs> Could have got you killed. <laughs> and the first thing you start doing is dancing, and then he doesn't know that she's had the conversation with the mum, so he just also starts dancing. <laughs> like that's what you would do, and it's. it's and I do a, get it. Like the whole thing about it is, is like, oh, it's too chill. Like, bye. I really hated it. <laughs> it I know. Really I think riled me up. I think I, but I think he, the way they wanted to do it was end it, and I. I mean, you can't end on a bad note, but I don't think they could have been like, skipped away to Paris or something like You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, Berlin was fucked for like decades after the war, so they're like, yeah. what the fuck do we do? And I think, I think ending's alright, but I don't, I get what you mean. It's like, it could have, it's like, I know, it's just like it's such a amazing cheesy. movie, and then they just dance in the end, and that's what it is. It just ends. It starts like dancing. <laughs> but anyway, I think overall it's absolutely class. It's my first uh, cinema outing this year. Of many, probably. There's no many Marvel films, so probably not that much. I think it's my first cinema in... in about 10 years. <laughs> and honestly, about over, over a year, probably. Fact, year. Probably from... What's the... Not the last Star Wars, but the Star Wars before. Like Last Jedi? That's probably my last time I went to cinema. You Part watching Star Wars is another aneurysm to me. <laughs> I can't imagine it. <laughs> um, but I think overall... Like, we're not good at a rating system. And for those who you don't know... Kyle, do you, you won't know this because you won't listen to many, but... David has this obsession with ratings. They mean none. It, sometimes it'll be like four out of twelve. What does that mean? And then it won't like accumulate it up. And he'll be like, uh, so it's not. It's so not against it, anything. So it, it always goes like that. Look, see if you want to go past podcasts and count them up. Then wire in. I'm never doing that, ever. So uh, we're not rating it. We're just going to say our overall so thoughts you, on it. So you've got control of the and our bitterness. I'm <laughs> absolutely bitter about it. I'm taking over. The attitude here starts again. <laughs> <laughs> but overall I think the film is absolutely class I think Taika Waititi's done an amazing job I think once again he's like I mean he directed Thor Ragnarok like, it's a big huge MCU film we do he's directing Thor 4 he's done this on his own back but he's oh, directed that um, the vampire one you were talking oh, about oh what we do in the shadows as well he's done that years ago and he's like he's pretty, he's well known as it is but he, I think he just staples the fact that he's like Eddie Wright Tarantino at this point 
Oh, not as notorious, but I think he's getting to that point where no matter what he does, he knows what he's doing and he does it his own way and he's got his own act to it. Yeah. So I think overall, I think it was just class and I think it was the best way to start tightening his fighting. Uh, overall, um, definitely, I thought it was a really, really good movie. The, there was a point in it, I think maybe I was only like, not bored, but like just a bit hurry up. Yeah, I, I can't even remember what it was anymore. So that proves like how like minute it was and like. I know, and like, I think the whole movie keeps you like, entertained throughout oh, it all. Definitely. Like it's really, really good. The characters are spot on. I don't think there's a single character you can point out and say, mm, "Did they have like an average?" Like I think uh, that's why earlier on I was like, all the characters you remember and you remember what they said, like how funny they were, like they were taken care of really well. Um, reference to the book I mentioned earlier on. I've got no idea if this is like any. Like it coincides with the book. That is the exact story of the book. So see that story about um, his mother hiding a Jew in the closet and the wee yeah. boy finding out. That's that. Oh, right, that's okay. the actual whole story. That's the book, and he's just. He was, I think he said he basically wanted to put his own spin on it, which was comedic effect just and just make it go absolutely. I think he said he's not really a dramatic um, director. Director. Hmm. So he just wanted to make it, although use the story about nothing nothing <laughs> even like it in regards to actually how yeah. it reads but, but yeah I think uh, I just I thought it was great it made me feel it was walking out definitely I was like pleased with it and I mean mm-hmm. considering the run we've had we like and did Kerry like it? Kerry enjoyed it Kerry's much like yourself like not film orientated and gets annoyed at fucking the minute things like dancing and shit <laughs> so she enjoyed it she thought it was good uh, which is always a plus for me when Kenny well, enjoys a film. If people that aren't really good at reviewing movies can review a movie on it, then it must be alright. It must be doing its job. So that's us. Well done, Kyle. That was your first podcast. How do you Thanks. feel? I feel like I still don't have a clue what I'm talking about. <laughs> I feel like I've just spoke about 30 minutes and everyone's just going to listen to this back and think, What is he doing? He, I've not heard someone say so many words and nothing at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way you usually talk anyway. But uh, I think. I know, I'd do that as well. I don't have any critique about films that I do anyway, just the hot air comes out. <laughs> but I think I I think you'll be back on. Will you not? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I'll let know there. <laughs> um <laughs> David Campbell's not <laughs> here. Uh, follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. There'll be a link in soon. I'll need to set that up. <laughs> Everything, anything you can think of, I'll be there. Bite. TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. Oh, wait for TikTok. And uh, we'll be back very soon. We filmed a Pitch Battle 2 last night. That should be out this week. And, well, this week since filming. And this will be out very soon. Providing that David does what, his what job. What day does this go out on? This day, well, I spoke to David Eleanor today and he said hopefully it'll be out tomorrow or the next day. So it'll or be... It'll I, have a... Have a- Nice Sunday or a nice Monday or whenever you listen to this, realistically a nice Tuesday. Probably. I'm gonna just go out there and say have a nice Halloween case when he's listening in October. <laughs> but uh, I follows and everything. And do you want to promote anything that you're doing? Kel drives a Merc. <laughs> <laughs> right. See you soon. Bye. Bye.